Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwardell joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, how's it going? Chris, good. Happy to be here. It's a beautiful Wednesday. Rained a little bit today. How, how was your Wednesday? It actually, it was, a, it was a very nice day. We just got done with uh, about 48 consecutive hours of rain, which I, w- I was thrilled about as someone who's been fighting the good fight, trying to keep my lawn alive. I know, I know everybody's tuning in for this hot lawn conversation. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, it's been it's been challenging to keep my lawn alive. It's it's the stuff that people don't tell you about when you're a kid to expect when you're an adult. I I just love a good rain. Oh I, yeah. I don't I don't have we have a we have an HOA so I don't have mm-hmm. to do my lawn. Which I have an nice. HOA too. Sounds like your HOA is not really doing its job. Well, they pay I pay them a lot of money to not do their job. I think it's just basically just paying for the pool. <laughs> but I uh, yeah no I. I love a good rain. It's such a good excuse for me. But I cannot go anywhere today. Like yeah. I'm just so I'm like hanging out because I do like to go places, mm-hmm. but I also love to like not go places. Fair. Yeah, absolutely fair. I, I feel and I completely understand. I feel like when it's nice out, there is a pressure, even if it's just like an inherent self pressure to go do stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least just like get outside and like do things. So I went to I went to happy hour today, and I think it's been it's got to be months since the last time I went to happy hour, uh, just like a random Tuesday after work, and I kind of felt like a piece of crap when I saw how many people there were just out and about in Conshohocken at like <laughs> five six o'clock. I was like, oh, like should I be doing this? Like should I be out more? Like I feel like I was like I'm in a lot. I re- maybe I should get out more. <laughs> don't don't succumb to peer pressure and I certainly wanna, won't because <laughs> be one of those people who goes out and does stuff. <laughs> no, I certainly like my five o'clock nap. Well, and here's the other problem with being an adult is like going out and doing stuff, or like going to a store or whatever, is very expensive. How expensive? Well, I mean, we're trying we're still trying to furnish a home, so <laughs> yeah, everything uh, prices are only going up. Actually, yeah. Gas only cost me $53 today. Gas uh, gas prices have gone down for the 33rd consecutive day as of today. That's crazy. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> the only thing that stinks right now is, not stinks, but like I got to think, like football's coming back. It is coming yes. back soon. So I'm trying to think about, I mean, I'm going uh, to Saratoga this weekend. First okay. time ever going to the horse races. So I'm pretty excited about that. And I plan on gambling some money. But I also want to put some money aside for when football season comes along. Mega Millions is coming up. I mean, I bought a ticket for the Mega Millions tonight. But I, so once I actually, I, I've already planned my life. I'm going to win the Mega Millions today. So, well, what time I, is that announced? Is that not an eight o'clock thing anymore? Oh, I have no idea. I thought it was, I thought it was more of like an 11 o'clock thing. Mm, well, I remember, I remember the lottery was always announced like, well, when I was a kid, at least my my recollection of it is, it was announced in like that Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune time frame. So that's like the daily number, though. Okay. So yeah, this won't be announced till eleven o'clock tonight. 
So as of 11 o'clock tonight, I am a 300 millionaire. So it's it's $300 million prize? So I think that's like the... So right now it's at... Five hundred and fifty-five million. Okay, yeah. So three hundred million is reasonable. Yeah, cash option three hundred and sixteen million. Okay, well then you're a hundred and fifty millionaire, but that's still great. Wait, why am I a hundred and fifty million? Oh, you get they tax the the living hell out of lottery winnings. I thought five thir- I thought me taking the cash option was was after taxes. No, no, the lottery is amortized. You get paid out over a number of years. Taking the cash option is just you get it all at once. Well, I want to take it up front. Well, that's the three hundred and sixteen million, and then you're going to be taxed at around fifty percent. So I'm a two hundred millionaire. That's not half of three hundred and sixteen million, but I don't, I don't think you're doing it right. Um, yeah, it's, you're you have, you're you're one hundred and fifty something millionaire. But regardless, you're. I could retire on that. It's uh, yeah, probably. I would think so. I'm not sure just how bad you, how much money you spend gambling, <laughs> but I would think one hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty is good. Yeah, oh my god, it would just be so nice. I, I was talking to my uh, my barber about it today. Sure. She was like, "What?" She's like, "What's the first thing you would do?" And I was like, "Quit my job." And she's like, "All right, what's the second thing you would do?" And I was like, uh, "She was like, I'd buy a private jet." And I was like, "I would buy, I would drop five to ten million on like just like a sick RV, and just travel the travel the United States in that. Like, I don't need a jet or anything. Keep me keep me on the ground in a sweet RV, you know, just and, and just do whatever I want to do with." Okay, good news for you. You actually have a little bit more money than I thought. Uh, it seems like, I remember hearing the lottery was taxed closer to 50%, but your winnings are, you're going to get taxed about 34%. So yeah, you, you're a 200 millionaire. You were 100% right there. Dude, I would just have a dope, like $5 million RV where I'd have my PlayStation. I'd, you'd be able to fit a, you'd be able, you'd be able to park a Tesla inside of it. Like it would just inside be- your PlayStation. <laughs> it's not a very big Tesla. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Yeah. It's a- gotcha. 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 Uh, I would. I would have a full time driver. You know, full time chef on board as well. Uh huh. It would be perfect. And I would just. We would just travel and play golf throughout America and just just live the best life. Invest. I, so I would also buy a bunch of Chick Fil A's. Sure. Yeah. But that's it. Just to, I mean, you got to get you got to get your money some. You got to keep your money somewhere. You know, you got to keep that money coming in. Got to have your money making money. Generational wealth for uh for the next generation. Yeah, my poodles are gonna have more poodles. And somebody's got to keep them fed. <laughs> you think you think haircuts are free? Oh, dude, my haircut today cost me sixty dollars. Thanks a lot, Biden. Thanks a lot, Biden. <laughs> um, how much? <laughs> sixty dollars is that with a tip or? No, it's before tip. Where do so, you go? I got a place in Conshohocken, one of the okay. more upscale places. Look at you, fancy. But well, like the thing is, I don't like to do my own beard. Like they they do my beard and hair very well. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and I've just fallen. And it used to only be like I think like fifty. It used to be like maybe like fifty five after tip, and just like they've raised prices after COVID. It's, yeah, it's starting to get to, like now. Like today, I was like, because this is the highest I've ever been. I'm just like, I just don't know if I can keep doing this. And what sucks is I really like it. I really like going there. I like my barber. Like, it's very, very nice, but might have to figure something out. Yeah, I am. I'm probably looking at a haircut in the middle of next week. And I've said this, I'm pretty sure I've said this to you, but like, it is striking that my, my stylist, my haircut person looks 
exactly like a like your a, a, a just late teenage version of your uh, your brother's wife. Interesting. It's so weird. It's every single time I go in, I'm like, no, this is like her her parents need to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did work. Her dad might have been in Ohio. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Something's going on here because it's uh, it, it's striking. But yeah, I am uh, I'm a pretty standard twenty to twenty five dollar tip guy for a haircut. See, I only do ten because I'm already at sixty. That's fair. I pay less than that, but I like you know with I don't know like I had a I had a situation I I you know don't live I'm not certainly not rich by any stretch of the imagination but like I'm doing fine and we came out of a time where everybody wasn't doing fine so especially during COVID like I'm listening to stories about from my haircut people and there's like damn dude that's that I feel terrible for you you know you're clearly really struggling all of that stuff so that's when the tip jump during that yeah. point and it's just kind of stayed higher it's good sales yeah i mean it's also i mean probably but but it's also just it's good to have those people like you oh yeah certainly i definitely feel like because the place I go is like all female barbers, and I feel like they're probably seeing a bunch of like interesting guys that think they're hysterical. Oh, but maybe, sure. Now that I'm saying this, maybe I'm like, maybe that's me. <laughs> Look at this degree I'm of self awareness. You just became self aware. <laughs> no, but I like. To, I think I keep it like very normal and just cordial. You know, just like I don't know. It's maybe, I think I'm mean, I'm easy to get along with, right? You you are fairly easy to get along with. I've never liked you personally. Yeah, but <laughs> I've never liked you. You know what? It's rude. It's a rude statement. Um, no, you and I, I mean, look, he, well, all people need to know about you and I is that when we coached basketball together, I, every single time I would go home, I would get yelled at for how by my significant other. For how I just spent the entire time making jokes with you instead of paying attention to what was going on with the kids. <laughs> we did a good job. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't. Yeah, well, look, I, and I always thought like I was the coach that I would I wanted to have at that age too. Yeah, well, these are high school kids we're coaching. Like they don't want like we're not especially high school kids in uh like the township league. You know, yeah. we don't we don't need. Just craziness going on. I'm not, I'm not trying to run sprints, be yelled at to run plays. Like, I, I, I just want, uh, like, just hey, go out there and do this. And maybe I say pass the ball to this guy once. Maybe you got one or two set plays. But and honestly, you don't even need the set play. You just have mm -hmm. a guy bringing up the ball, two wingmen, a guy at the uh, foul line, and a guy running base. Just run that. Run that nice and easy. Move the ball around. And that's all. That's all you need to do in the in those types of leagues, you know. If you're open, shoot the ball. Yeah. Well, not everyone, but <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to say that, especially in that league. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a there's a uh, a chasm between the haves and the have-nots in that league, but <laughs> yeah, no. Like I just I I just want to wanted to, when I was young and I played, you know, as I'm sure you did as well, and even in that league. Like I played for people who took it way too seriously. Oh, way too. Serious. I don't. I don't. I didn't ever want to be that person. It just so happened that we all like. I also was lucky enough, 
largely because of how well I knew the kids to be able to put good teams together and win a lot. Yeah, only a lot. You're always a good uh, recruiter. That was my main strength. I was my I was a general manager. My coaching was second or third <laughs> on on the priority list there. Like I I think when because you played for me one year in Kanchi, and yeah. I think uh, I, I two think two years in Kanchi. Did you play two years? Yeah, well, one year I, I won th- the championship. One year I missed two uh, layups to lose the championship. Well, I'm glad that stuck with you. I've completely forgot about it, but I'm glad it stuck Greg with you. Greg brings it up all the time. I'm sure we're literally going to get a text from Greg right now. He's like, remember when Matt? I remember. He missed those two layups. I remember. <laughs> that was when TJ Clancy, literally it started pouring rain and everyone stopped playing and TJ Clancy scored a layup. Oh, I do and, remember this. Yeah, and then like, and then all of a sudden they were like, they counted that basket and then stopped everything. It's like, dude, like, why would that count? Like, everyone stopped playing because it's pouring rain right now. Right. Like, and then we lost by two points. Like, yeah, literally, it, was, it literally mattered. It was a weird situation. That first year, I think I took you in, like, the fifth round. And that is basically how I, how I won Summer League. Well, that's as much because as Greg was able to coach with you. Oh, I don't... Uh, did we have you frozen? Yeah, I guess we did. I guess we did have you frozen. I don't know if I've ever told this story out loud uh, on any of the shows. Greg and I, beca- did I ever tell the story like how Greg and I really became friends? I don't remember. So. <laughs> Sounds like a great, great story for this podcast and not the podcast you do with Greg. Well, I, well I'll get this over. Greg, Greg is a lo- big conversational topic on this show. So, <laughs> uh, so I will, I'll tell it quickly. Uh, Greg and I knew each other from from White Marsh and all that stuff, and we were friendly prior to that. But one year, I convinced uh, the people in Conshohocken to let seventeen year olds play in summer league, and that was that was Greg's year. We're me and me and Ben Patrick are coaching together, and like it's one of those years where like ten kids show up to tryouts, and they're all like fourteen year olds, and in walks Greg. And we're like, oh god, god damn it! If he th- if he tries out, like he's gonna look like LeBron James playing against these kids. So we were like, hey, why don't you go home? <laughs> we don't need you here. <laughs> yeah, we literally sent him home. He was like, okay, walked right out. Uh, we took him pretty late, and then that's uh, that's when Greg and I really got to know each other. Seventeen <laughs> year old Greg, it's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there was a lot of shenanigans that went on through that stuff. I mean, my uh, game, my team was just abs- I was third. I was probably the fourth or fifth best player in the league, and also the fourth or fifth best player in on our in team. The league. Yeah. <laughs> like, not only I was the fourth or best player in the league, our team I was fourth and fifth best player. So it was just absurd who, how good our team was. Was that was that Ant and was that Ant and Mike? Who was no, on that team? That was um, oh, it was pa- like Sam Poggett. Sam Pygit, yeah, Pygit, yeah. And, I can't and there was the other another kid guy whose too. name I forget, yeah. And then we had uh, we had Danny Hyman too, who was like sixth best player in the league because we were all older than everyone. Like our Lowry, team was just, yeah, Lowry, our team was so ridiculously maybe, unfair. Maybe Sifalelli. I think Sifalelli was on that team, who was a very like <laughs> decent player, like especially for that, like yeah, like we we didn't deserve to lose one game. Like our team was just so unfair, it wasn't even. And oh, and if Lowry was on the team, Milky was on the team. Yeah, milk, dude. The team was not fair in the least bit. I, need to, I wish I could find a picture of that team because, like, you would look at that roster and it would just be like, "This is bizarre." Yeah, no, it it, it very much like it seems like you're kidding, but 
of the 10 best players in the league, we probably had seven or eight. And it's like, in all sincerity, like legitimately seven or eight of the best players in that league were all on one team due mm-hmm. to your great. Uh, and then I well, think Greg I, I was technically to... coach, but Greg was like at college. Like yeah. He wasn't well, even I'm, there. <laughs> I just, you know, like I, I knew, I knew everybody from, from being part of all of those. And yeah. it was like, I had relationships with everybody. So it was very easy to get a kid to come play and just be like, Hey, uh, you know, if you don't show up to tryouts, there's a really good chance you'll be on our team. I don't even team. remember there being tryouts, to be honest. There definitely would have been, but I don't know that there's any reason that you would have had to have gone. Especially because especially you're right. I think Greg was coaching with me, and you were frozen to our team. Freeze. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, I would love to I would love to see the uh, a picture of that. I would love to see the roster of that. But I wonder I think if that, it even exists. That may be lost to time at this point. Well, we were we won the championship, so there's somewhere, someplace, there's a picture of us <laughs> hanging on some pizzeria in Conshohocken. Apparently not anymore, and I'm brokenhearted to hear this. You're the one who told me my picture was gone. I did. Yeah, no, I, I, it wasn't anywhere I looked. It used to be always be on the right when you walked in, like basically right next to the counter. I will. Yeah. I'm. I'm heartbroken. I because nope. look, I would have liked the picture if they were going to take it down. Yeah. Right. Well, like, let me have it. I thought Why about not? asking for it numerous times, but uh, you know, it was up, and I like being pizza place famous. I mean, being pizza place famous is the only sort. Like, I was walking into a a local my mechanic, and I love just like the pictures on the wall. I don't know if there's like I can't tell if there's any new ones, but just like. The old ones, like just like people, like from like what it just reminds me of, like the ones that I used to see, like from when I was growing up, mm-hmm. just like sponsored by this uh, mechanic shop. Just so yeah. much fun. Yeah, I've got a couple of those those White Marsh team pictures because I got at a certain point I got I just hated trying to find a sponsor so much, and White Marsh made you find a sponsor, so I just sponsored the team myself. Kind of crazy that they just left it on you. It was not the classiest move in the world. They're like, hey, thank you so much for volunteering your time. You're also responsible for this. <laughs> yeah, like this, uh, this is on you. What do you I did do? Google, I saw uh, Suckle Park Basketball League, and there are uh-huh. people in ASTM shirts. But this, has, this looks reasonable. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see. Let's play a game right now. I have not talked to this person. I'll tell you exactly when the last time I talked to this person is. Uh, since 2018, October 3rd, 2018, that would be Ben Patchen. Okay. I'm texting Ben and I'm saying, Hey, Macron and I are talking. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't talked to Ben in forever. Who was the other really good kid? You think he'll know the answer to this question? That team with Sam Pygott. For summer league we'll find out text descent don't even know that it's his number anymore it's been nearly <laughs> it's four years some random dude just like in the philadelphia area like what what like what is this but somehow he knows because he's a super fan <laughs> uh speaking of speaking of the philadelphia area matthew you mentioned that football is coming up soon again yeah of, i was interested in this of the four major sports the four major sports teams in philadelphia which one Give, give me your rankings in terms of how good you feel about them from uh, from most to least. 
Oh. I mean, obviously the Eagles I feel mm-hmm. the best about. I think you're I right. Feel like that, I feel like that's pretty easy. I feel like most people would agree with me. Um, I would say Philly's next. Over the, look, already got the text back from Ben. No and way. the answer is Marcus Badger. It's exactly who it is. <laughs> Marcus Badger, we had the two best players in the league and still lost. Yeah, I do I do remember Oh, we lost that year? Uh well it okay, so I I've, I very clearly remember that I won't say his name, but the player who was our best player and clearly our best player uh was crying in the car after we lost the championship. I now remember this 100%. Was that me? Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm obviously like you know who it is. I'm obviously not going to say his name. Yeah, yeah, no, I will. But yeah, okay. Um yeah, no, that name definitely sounds familiar. No, that Mar- that's a hundred percent right. He was a starting point guard for PW for like two or three years. Yeah, like, and I think they were freshmen at the time, which was crazy. Yup. Yeah, that's so funny. That's so funny that he knew it immediately. This we're to the listeners, we're going back like ten years. Maybe I think more. No, nah, because it was it, it was like probably like 2012, 2011. Because I was like, oh, I guess so. Uh, no, because that would have been when I was out of college. So no, it was probably like twenty. 2008, 2009? That sounds more right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was like 16. So let's say 2008. So that you, we must have won that next summer. The yeah, next summer okay. must have been the... Okay, okay. so I think the next summer must have been the team. I'm not sure who our best player was. I'm not sure where our first round pick would have been. Uh, but that that must have been the team with Milky, Craig, Sif, and all of those guys. Hyman, yeah. Hyman, yeah. They, Sam and Marcus must not have been on that team. Okay. With that, yeah, group. that might have been the year before, and then they were like, "We're gonna play actual basketball. <laughs> like, we're gonna play good bet, like AAU." I remember having Aquaviva and Ant Minor together, and it's just like, what is anyone else? What is anybody gonna do against that? You can't. There's, there's not in that league. Not only like do you have the two best players in the league, but you have the two best players in the league like by a factor of like five tiers difference. I kind of miss basketball sometimes, but then like when I wake up and my uh, my knee doesn't hurt, it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I am. Uh, I've been trying to eat good, get eat right again, and get in a little bit better shape. And then uh, I'm gonna go mess around at our community center and see if the, I would just like to find like a a just game watch swim. Uh, yeah, well, exactly right. And I don't <laughs> think it's creepy. People say that's creepy, and I'm like, look, I think they're majestic athletes. Um, no, I, uh, I would just really like to find a game that was like of the talent level of the lunchtime game I played in that you also played in for a while. I think you're more ready for the, uh, the Thursday night St. Phillips game. I mean, that's certainly true, but I, but I mean, the lunchtime game wasn't a super, super strong game. I probably wouldn't be the best player in that game anymore, (laughs) but, uh, but that that's what I would like. I just because the problem the St. Phillips League and no disrespect to anyone, but like there are some people who just aren't good at all. Yeah, that that is frustrating. Because that that's like I mean it's like uh, men's league or it's like White Marsh, uh, whatever. It's like yeah, like shoot, don't shoot. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, and I feel bad sometimes in that game when I'm like, all right, like I'm shooting too much, you know. And it's like, 
no, like you're shooting like the perfect amount. Like <laughs> it's like because I feel bad. It's like well, the other people aren't shooting, so I might as well shoot. Right. Jesus. <laughs> Is everything okay? I forgot I have like two bottles of alcohol underneath my. <laughs> what does this say about me, Chris? I got two bottles of liquor sitting underneath my desk, mm-hmm. <laughs> like my office desk. It's just like. But it's not because like I'm drinking like during the day and stuff, but it's I don't feel like walking downstairs to the liquor cabinet sometimes or like getting a beer or something. So I'll it's just a like lazy alcoholism. It's a la- it's lazy. <laughs> but if it's like, all right, like it's let's say it's like midnight. I got one or a couple games of Fall Guys left and like, all right, I'll just have like a little tiny glass of whiskey instead of going and like opening a beer or a vodka mm-hmm. or something, you know, I, and I knocked you. over both the bottles. I, th- I told, I said, absolutely incredible. You pulled that so quickly. Ben's response, the losses sting. <laughs> He's like, I've been waiting for <laughs> years for you to text me this question. <laughs> it's literally all I've been thinking about as I sit here. <laughs> like, like, sorry, buddy. I hope you can start to heal. <laughs> hope, with healing. Hope, hope all is well. Have a great summer. <laughs> Just oh, let's not, let, let's not kid ourselves hope all is well have a next have a great next decade until i talk to you for something else <laughs> well ben's an avid listener we know this uh, yeah but i mean he got he was very angry we were we were naming our celebrity super fan listeners we talked about probes we talked about eugene levy and ben didn't come up ben did not come up that's rude he's a little I don't want to. I don't want to dox him. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a lawyer. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's okay to mention his job title. <laughs> I don't not think. Legally. I, also, I'm not 100 percent sure you know what doxing is. If you think that's doxing, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know a lot of things, man. I really don't. I sometimes like find myself saying things, and I'm like, oh man, like I'm the dumb guy. <laughs> well, I mean that that is just something that goes along with talking into a microphone enough. Oh yeah. And it's also something that I've just come to not care about at a certain point. You can't go back and listen. When you go back and listen, you're like, did I really say that? Like, like when I was when I was re-listening to the other episode, I was like, man, I was certainly hungry. <laughs> Are you talking about last week? Did you buy anybody a pizza? I did. Oh, nice. What kind of pizza? Give out his address on the air. Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> it's one, two. Uh, no, it's just it was a regular pepperoni pizza. That's great. I'm glad that I'm glad that worked out for everyone. Done and done. I thought about making it a thing, but I uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, there will be time. Okay, this is a good reason to listen through the episodes. I will say once every couple of months, near the end of the episode, I will announce that the the DMs are open for more pizza. So make sure you're listening. Make sure you listen all the way through. Yeah, we're not going to tell you exactly what minute mark, but let's say if you skip oh, the God, head, no. 48 minute mark. Yeah, yeah. 4823. <laughs> but uh Yeah, I mean, look. That doesn't bother me. Spend I spent, you know, 30 bucks on a pizza for a listener. I'll I'll buy a listener for 30 bucks. That's a good deal. <laughs> the listeners are the true heroes. Lis- listeners are absolutely the true heroes. God bless each and every one of you. I thought um, you were about to say God bless Ichiro for a second. I was like, did you buy a pizza for Ichiro Suzuki? Like, I did. That, did, you, <laughs> did I tell it? Yeah. No. <laughs> Some weird shit on that pizza, by the way. 
I kind of want to get an Ichiro jersey. Ichiro was awesome. Ichiro was a man. Like a su- 51 super fun. Mariners jersey. That's fun. And Mariners jersey is a good jersey. Mm-hmm. That's a good jersey. And it was always crazy to me uh, how the Mariners would get rid of a superstar and somehow be better. Like they got rid of Griffey Jr., got better. Got rid of Randy Johnson, got better. Like each row falls into their lap. It's cr- and now they have what Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, he he was hitting the ball so well. It was crazy. I think I saw he hit eighty three home runs during the home run derby. It was nuts. Yeah, I mean, too. Bad. I, I kind of wish he would have won. But what do you, you think know. of the the Pujol Schwarber thing? I think honestly, I think it all comes down to the pitcher for Schwarber just wasn't consistent. Well, I, I I didn't see it, but I saw numerous places online where I like, think it was debunked. I know okay, it was, was it that they miscounted? I, yeah. I think it was all debunked. Okay. Well, and then, like I think Schwarber was even like I I don't care. Like, well, I mean, like, why, I don't think well, yeah. it was true. Not a huge deal, and I mean, also like if you're gonna lose to you lose to Albert Pujols, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, I mean Albert, it just, I just the pitching for Schwarber just like legit was so inconsistent, and he just kept topping the ball into line drives. It, he, it just wasn't in the same place every time, you know, like that's such a big part of the home run derby is like getting the pitches grooved into your exact like sweet oh, yeah. spot, you know, like you don't want to have to change the way you're swinging, you know, you don't want to have to adapt to the ball. You just want to use your hips and use your power. And when you hip, you hip, we hit. A hundred percent right. <laughs> well, and, and, and guys break their swing during the home run derby. We saw what happened to, um, uh, Bobby Abreu that one year. Abreu was having an incredible season, potentially like an MVP-ish caliber season. Goes into the, the All-Star break and uh, is in the home run derby. Tries, like, is just selling out for power. And then second half of the season kind of sucked because he kind of broke his swing. Yeah. I don't know if I fully believe that. You just think, exactly. a, you think Abreu just kind of sucks? I just don't think he... I, I liked Abreu. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think that he was going to do it for a full year you know like what like let's see here let's look at bobby abreu's stats mm. um here's a fun uh is a fun little uh tidbit his middle name is kelly so he's bob kelly abreu well do we do we know that his full first name is bob could be robert <laughs> kelly abreu this, this is bob kelly abreu are you what are you what do you want? Baseball reference or wiki? Google. Oh, okay. Wait, this is awesome. Did you know one of Bo- I guess one of Bobby Abreu's um nicknames was La Leche? Uh, I'm seeing this now for the first time. I've also never heard and I watched a lot of Phillies games. Never heard El Camel Duce, Camel Duce, or whatever. What does that mean? Let's let's Google that. But we're, we're Googling results on Google. Uh, it means what? This is giving it me as oh, a comedian. They call him the comedian. Oh, okay. But this is this literally, dude. If I would have ever known that he was Bobby the Milk Abreu, yeah. that's such a strong name. That is weird. I want to see where is his. When I look up career stats, why would it like batting uh, average not just be there? And also, why was his nickname the Milk? Is something I need to know. Uh, if you gotta ask. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. 
Uh, so he was an all-star in 2004 and 2005. Hit uh, 301 in 2004, 428 OBP, 40 steals with 30 home runs. Damn, that's a good season. That must have been that season. So in 2006, I mean, he didn't have like, – he had a few years over 300. Okay, Bobby was a good player. Yeah, for sure he was a good player, for sure. Yeah, but you said he wasn't. I'm pretty sure that I didn't. Uh, <laughs> you know what I don't care about? What's that? The Derek Jeter documentary. I don't need a... Oh, I, I, I won't ever watch it. I mean, I don't need a seven-part documentary about uh, Derek Jeter. I also, I, like, I didn't watch, what's it, the Brady thing, Man in the Field, Man yeah. in the Building, whatever man it in was. The, like, yeah, Man in the freaking lounge chair or whatever it yeah. is. I'm good, Man Thanks. in the Arena. That's what it is. Man in the Arena is correct. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to watch that. Now, maybe... If I was a Boston fan my entire life, or like if I was like a diehard like guy from the Bronx, sure. But I as a Philadelphia yeah. fan, like I don't need to watch eleven. Yeah, it's just not not for me. Or if uh, if you were Will Ferrell in the in the motion picture of the other guys, <laughs> it's funny because we were talking about it and I was like <laughs> at, uh, at at beers earlier. And um, I was like, somebody was like mentioning that. And I was like, if it was just a documentary about winning uh, Mark Wahlberg shot Jeter, then sure. Yeah. If it was all, if that's what, if it was seven part documentary going through how he shot Jeter, why he shot Jeter, you know, like then I'm in, but I, I don't truly care other than that. I'm not, I'm definitely not the world's biggest Brady fan, but I did see uh Brady. Uh, so Brady makes a tweet yesterday about Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is talking about his Madden 23 rating. How Which he's not trash. even... He, yeah, yeah, it's trash. He's like the 20th best wide receiver or something like that. Uh, so Brady Brady quote tweets him and he's like, don't sweat it, man. Madden didn't even put me in the game my second year. So then somebody else, a guy named Tony LaConte, uh, which is weird because I hosted a show with a guy named Tony Conte. Uh, he posts a screenshot of Madden from that year. I'm not 100% sure what year it is. But it's just the the um, the Patriots roster. Drew Bledsoe's an eighty six. John Fries or whatever is a sixty seven. Michael Bishop's a sixty seven. QB number twelve is a fifty <laughs> is a fifty seven overall. And Brady quote tweets that, and he said, "The forty one awareness was just unnecessarily mean." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Brady can be funny. Let me tell you what. Brady can be a funny guy. Like that is that is a solid. And by the way, how about this guy? Like, he's like, eh, maybe I'll play another year. Maybe I'll play another two years, whatever. And literally has like one of the most lucrative uh, deals ever to become a broadcaster for whenever he's done. It's just, first of all, I don't even know. I guess it gives you something to do, but like, I don't know. I can see wanting to still be close to the game. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess he could probably. I wouldn't want to have to travel. Is he get to, can he stay? No, because he have to travel to games if he's doing. He's or no, the, he's going to be the lead broadcaster. Yeah, he's going to be traveling. Yeah, see, that's. I feel like I would just want to. I would want to take a few years. Where I'm just like, all right, man. I, I'm just going to golf for like four straight years, not do anything, not have a schedule. But then again, I guess those people are so regimented that they they love their schedules. You know, yeah. they love the being busy and having different things. Yeah, he literally retired for three months. Must be nice. 
Maybe well, he doesn't have enough money to retire on. Maybe, <laughs> well, maybe he, he doesn't have enough saved up. <laughs> Tom has always uh, he's always given the the Patriots a really good deal because, in large part, he's not the primary breadwinner in that family. That's how lucky they are. <laughs> oh man, it must be nice. Ooh, Giancarlo Stanton just hit a bomb. What what do you think Brady's net worth is? Um, over a hundred. Oh, I I think you're. I would have guessed way 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 higher than that. Tom Brady's net worth seventy five million. Tom Brady's net worth in two thousand twenty two, and if you listen to the Always Sunny podcast, they talk about how these numbers are completely wrong. Uh, Four hundred million dollars. Damn. So he's only worth like eighty. I think it's probably higher than that, but uh, <laughs> let's. I have no idea how to spell Giselle Bonjun. Will Ferrell's net worth as of July third, two thousand twenty-two. Um, he has a production company. Uh, six hundred and fifty million dollars. Hundred and sixty million dollars. Get the hell out of here! Yeah. Giselle Giselle's net worth is. Let's see. Um, just a bunch of like pictures for Instagram. I don't know how that is. Twenty five million. They make a uh, lot of money off of just like posting a photo, you know. Uh, yeah, I hear I hear numbers, and it like makes me angry. Uh, it's four hundred million. That's it. Separate and independent from her husband. Okay, so this says, and I'm not sure when this is. From Giselle, uh, Giselle Bunchen is a Brazilian supermodel who has a net worth of $400 million. That fortune is separate and independent from her husband, Tom Brady's $250 million fortune. I just wish I had any fortune. Well, I mean, you got another hour and 31 minutes of being a, being a normal person. It's so crazy how rich I'm going to be so soon. I know. Just a, just a mere, mere hour away, and I'm going to be loaded. <sighs> what is... Okay, you win two hundred million dollars. What is the one crazy extravagant thing you buy? I mean, I think the first purchase would be Grateful Dead Dunks. Okay, so <laughs> your your extravagant thing is like nine hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely, I would probably join like the nicest country club like I could find. Mm-hmm. Like one of the most like like expensive ones, like just like I don't know, like somewhere like somewhere like really cool that I could get into, and I, I mean I'd probably buy like a sick ass house in like I kind of like South Carolina, maybe in that area okay. or, or like Florida, just like just somewhere like just so dope or just so nice all the time, and then I'd set a ten million dollar RV to travel okay. the United States. Okay, that's fun. Maybe my own train car. Look at you, your own <laughs> dedicated train car. I always say, like, I would love, because I was saying this to my barber again today, mm-hmm. I would love to buy, um, there, uh, I would love to buy, like, a, a, a brewery, like, mm. buy it, and, like, but, like, not be in charge of it. You buy, like, a pretty successful one that's, like, doing a good job, and, like, put money behind it. Like, there's a building, Reeds and Bluebell. You remember Reeds and Bluebell? No. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> it's just... It's just a giant it used to be like a sick happening bar, but nothing's ever happened. It's still for sell for sale. Like, um, it's been for sale forever, you know. 
so I was like, I, I would buy that building, buy a different, buy a brewery that's like already doing well, move it to there. I would own it, let them continue to run it the way they want to run it. Mm-hmm. And then I would just go there and just like, I want to name beers and just kind of <laughs> so like. You don't even want profit. You just want to be able to name beers and <laughs> be able to drink for free. Well, obviously I want to make money. But like I, I would like to, you know, like just like name beers, yeah, name beers, drink for free, be able to like come and go as I please, just like kind of like walk around, say hi to people, like oh yeah, like I can do whatever I want, make like I think it, like I would make like sick merch. I would love to just have some sick like tie dye merch and stuff. So like yeah, just just basically, like, I think it'd be cool to own a brewery. Like and I'm not looking to make that's where this I have the Chick Fil A's to make money. Like the brewery doesn't really have to make me that much money, you know. <laughs> This is for fun. Yeah, this is just this is just for like this is for side business, side fun business. Yeah, I would definitely own a bunch of businesses too, but like my one extravagant thing, I I want, I would want a house, California shoreline, ideally Malibu, just you know looking out into the ocean, just literally backyard is the ocean. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I just I think that would that's amazing. Obviously, I would want it maybe somewhere like Santa Monica, where it's potentially up a cliff a little bit. Because, uh, you know, rising sea levels are a thing. But... Seems to be yeah, an issue. I just want to, you know, I, I want to be, like, in bed, look out, and of my bedroom, and it's, like, nothing but the ocean. See, I would love to be lying in bed, look out, and it's just, like, a full golf hole. Or, like, a full golf course, you know? I'd love to live on a golf course. Well, that They sell those homes. That is doable. Yeah, not with my, not with my income. Well, you have a hundred and two hundred million dollars coming. I, I'll tell you what. Have you been to Pebble? I have not. Where's that? Florida? No, Pe- Pebble's in California. But it's—I've never been to California. Oh well, uh, Pebble Beach is—it's, I mean, the most beautiful golf course I've ever seen in my life. I—I I went when uh, Alexa's family was here. Her brother's a pretty accomplished golfer, and like they just—they got—they bought him uh, a round at Pebble. And they took me along like you had to, you have to pay just to like be an observer and r- driving the carts around while I swear I'm not going to play. Just let me watch. <laughs> I, and I was more than content to like I was I was blown away every second. I thought it was awesome. Just yeah. so cool. But the point is, there are that's a community and there are houses on that golf course. Yeah, I'm sure they're beautiful. Huh? I'm sure they're multi-million dollar homes and you can you can now afford it in 90 minutes i can't wait i'm gonna be so freaking rich i just don't want to i don't want to have a schedule i really just don't want to have a schedule anymore i just kind of want to live make do whatever i want at all times you know, not <sighs> See, have to worry about it i struggle with that though because i have you know obviously i have a lot of obligations running the running the site and running the company and then it's like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to take this week off and do the bare minimum I can. I get really bored in like 3 days. I could see myself not getting bored. I really could. <laughs> I can I feel like I'm not one of those persons. I, well, the thing is, I feel like I can I'm not afraid to meet people. I'm not afraid to make make the like go places alone and like make friends, you know? I'm not either. I, I feel like I feel like I got like I don't know. I feel like I could definitely eat up my time pretty well. I feel like I could find things I would want to do. You know, go go karting randomly. I've been go karting <laughs> so long. Like I, I just want to go go karting. 
I feel like that's an achievable goal for, even for a non-multimillionaire. And there's a great like adult go-karting place around us, Arnold's. Now you're doxing yourself. No, I mean, not, that's not close to me. It's in it's in one of the states adjacent to me. <laughs> no, 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 not Arnold's. I said Farnold's. Yeah, Farnold's. It's a yeah, it's it's a corn maze. It's uh, <laughs> corn mazes are scary, man. I um, when I was a kid, we were we were at the shore. You know the mirror mazes. Yes. I I was probably like, I don't know, six or seven years old. Uh, so I go into this, I go into the mirror maze at the, on the boardwalk in Atlantic city, cannot get out, start crying my eyes out. <laughs> How do they, like, what if, do they have, do the people that work there have a way to like tell which ones aren't mirrors and which ones are mirrors? Like, is there a secret? There has to be. I mean, it's just something, I, I mean, I'm also, I imagine you can just look at the floor because nothing would be coming up from the floor in the actual path. You'd have but, to get through quick. Like, I mean, have you ever watched the videos of people like running into the walls at mirror mazes? I've not, I mean, I've seen it. I've never specifically watched man wa- runs into wall at mirror maze video. <laughs> mirror maze videos, like just, just people running into uh, like uh, windows, is kind of funny when they're not seriously injured. Well, that's an important caveat. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, they are yeah. seriously injured, it's hilarious. It's the funniest <laughs> thing you'll ever see on TV. <laughs> like Shout that out is Bob Saget. That's his. In- oh, look! It is. In fact, we we must have said something to upset him because Greg just texted me. Oh no! What he said? He said I'm a me guy. Greg is. Greg has <laughs> said I'm a me guy now, and I don't care about anyone else. No, I'm not going to share what uh, I'm not going to share the text on the air. I did. You and I we talked about something. Uh, I th- oh, it was uh, it was after the second time you hosted. I think uh, Better Delight. And by the way, listen to listen to check out and listen to Better Delight tomorrow. I will be appearing. Uh, it'll be a, a different different group from the huge. I think it's probably going to be a three man team, but uh, but it'll be fun and we'll have a good time. But I said something about about uh, a text that Greg sent me, and I felt like I had to text him the next day before I put the show up and just be like, hey, uh, is it cool if I talk about this? Or Otherwise, I'll cut it out. Because, you know, sharing private texts. I, I only share private texts online. Well, that's... Follow, <laughs> Matt's, in, follow <laughs> Matt's Instagram and it, where he just posts every text that he gets. People, people hate me. They can't text me anymore. I just, I just put everyone's business out there. I don't think there's anything wrong with that personally. And people need to hear it. People need to know. People do need to know like who's an asshole, who thinks you're an asshole. This is <laughs> this is the it's modern civilized society. Does Carlton host America's Funniest Home Videos now? I think he has a different name. Uh I he hosts one of those uh Afonso he, Rivera. He hosts uh I thought he hosted the dancing show with Tyra. I think he used to host didn't he he used to host like a like a blackjack show on GSN. Well, everybody has a show. If like every celebrity has a show somewhere, if you if you look hard enough, you will find it. Let's see what he's actually doing. Catch twenty one. It was a, it was literally a blackjack like type game show. Uh, he was part. Oh, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, no, I 
uh, maybe one i don't know hard to tell also don't care um <laughs> wait you don't want to talk about alfonso ribeiro no no I, you know what i'm 100 percent right uh 2022 he's the co-host of dancing with the stars oh he's a host now he's a host now uh he was a celebrity guest on the one hundred thousand dollar period he, uh, period <laughs> jeez <laughs> I'm not going to correct myself on that one. Um, he was a judge on a show called Strictly Come Dancing. Uh, he did. He was a host and narrator of America's Funniest Home Videos. Look, he was on a, apparently a spelling show called uh, Spellmageddon. He was the host. Guys, guys working. Guys working. You gotta, you gotta appreciate that. He's married. Congrats, Alfonso. Uh, I saw him in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I saw uh, him reunion. in that show too. <laughs> I was talking about the reunion, but fair <laughs> oh, enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, look. Uh, he was only married for four years. That's. I guess it's just tough to be married to someone like Alfonso. He's someone still not is, married anymore. Uh, he was married to a to someone in two thousand two. Divorced in two thousand six. Married. Uh, a young lady by the name of Angela Unkitch in 2002, in 2012. She's a writer. Children. She's from Swedesburg, Idaho. Or what's IA? Is that Iowa or Idaho? Iowa, I believe. Iowa. Okay. Um, I think. Um, not great at the at the states. What's going on in Iowa? A not a lot, there? I imagine. What do you What do you think the most uh, What do you think the most popular thing in Iowa? Is? It's so f- wait, that's so weird. I like looked at Iowa on a map and I did not know like it's located where it is. <laughs> You're just learning geography here. I certainly thought it was like further down and to the left and it's pretty like we could drive to Iowa and be there tomorrow before lunchtime. I I think you should. Eh, I'm busy. The- I'm busy <laughs> not going to Iowa. The well, you are you're going to be very rich. Iowa. The top the top tourist attraction in Iowa, and I'm not going to make a game out of this because there's no chance you would guess. It's a that giant it, potato. It is the National Mississippi River Museum and Aquarium, the top tourist destination in Iowa, followed by, and you know this is the sign of a hopping state, the state capital. What? Who's, who's, yeah. like, who is going to see the state capital of I, I So it actually borders Illinois? That's so. crazy to me. I had no idea that was a thing. If, uh, if you've already done the top three, which include the two I mentioned in the Iowa State Fair, you can head over to the National Czech and Slavic Museum. Great. <laughs> you know what? Then, I do want to go to, like, a cool state fair. I would, I would go to the state fair in Iowa. I'm sure they, like... You you like eat fried Oreos on top of like that like that are the size of your head, you know, just something like so totally bad for you. you oh yes, real carnies there. Stuff you would like your arteries clog just looking at it. Yeah, that sounds like that. That the, the, an Iowa State Fair, I'm sure, sounds pretty neat. You can just travel, do all the state fairs. Now that you're very rich, <laughs> I thought you were just like. You could just travel, dude. You don't have to. I don't know what you got money. Like you don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah, and you can get uh, you can get uh, fried stuff anywhere. Number thirteen. This feels wrong to me. The Field of Dreams movie site. That's number thirteen. Yeah, behind things like 
the Herbert Hoover National Historic Site, the state capitol, the bridges of Madison County, which I guess they made a movie of. Um, oh, I thought it was just like, I thought you were going to say like where it was filmed. The yeah, no, apparently I've realized it as I was saying it. And, you know, and okay, there's no way the, the uh, Field of Dreams field is less of a tourist attraction than Iowa University. I don't know. People like the Hawkeyes. Sure, but like you're you're like, hey, you want to go do something? It's not like, do you want to check out Iowa University, or do you want to go? Like, how how many times have you been in a place and just be like, oh, I'd really love to see the local college? Eh, if it's a big if it's a big university, like uh, when we were out in Oregon, like I I went and saw the University of Oregon. Like I wanted to walk around that campus. Sure, but was it your top thing to do? Not a lot going on in Oregon there, Chris. Not, no. We ate at a Buffalo Wild Wings twice. <laughs> not a lot going on in Spokane. That's not Spokane. What is it? Sa- uh, Salem is, is actually the capital of Oregon. But, uh, Spokane's Washington there. Yeah, Spokane. I'm trying to think. What the hell? Corvallis. That's where Oregon State was. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you should know where that is. Like, you're basically where your brother lived for a long period of time. Yeah, and we ate at Buffalo Wild Wings twice. So you had a good trip. <laughs> it was a great trip. Great trip. Okay. I would love to watch a baseball game there. At, at, the, at uh, BW3? Yeah. What's BW3? Have you never heard that before? BW3 is a nickname for Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, no. <laughs> I've, I've literally never heard that. I know. I meant Field of Dreams. Whoa. What is this? Have you? I, I don't. Is this an actual movie? I don't want to say this and not be right. Yeah. Okay. So there was a movie in 2013 called Rice Field of Dreams. Okay. I'm, I'm scared. 22 Cambodian baseball players are assembled to compete for their country as the first Cambodian national team with the support of Major League Baseball and American coaching staff behind them. Can they bring home a medal to honor their beloved country? I pray to God. This is a movie or a documentary? It, no, it's just a it's just a movie. Okay, I pray to God John Candy was their coach. No, it, it was because uh, this Irby feels Hancock. like this feels like cool runnings to me. I can't find. Okay, so Corey Boot. I yeah these, I these aren't this. I don't think these were uh, major actors. Oh, Hold the on. the Cambodian actors in Rice Field of Dreams were not Hollywood heavy hitters. <laughs> Uh, okay, the guy who played Thor was in it. That's weird. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. Wait, there was a second Field of Dreams? What? Starring uh, Taylor Lautner? <laughs> I'm not kidding. That feels like, Field- a, ta- like a, a movie that Taylor Lautner just made on his own. Field of Dreams 2, Lockout. A small-town Iowa farmer who fed up with the NFL lockout decides to build his own football field. Oh, I do remember hearing about, about hearing this. I, voices from beyond. I think it was just like like one of those weird joke short movies, though. It was no. it wasn't a real movie. Okay, I'm looking well, at it. I'm looking at it right now. It was in fact a short. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It says short comedy. A lot of interesting. It, a lot of big names. Taylor Lautner, oh, Tony Gonzalez, Ray Lewis. Sean Merriman, Steve Smith, Rich Eisen, Camardi, Jack, Sean Jackson, Marshall Falk, yeah, Dwight Freeney, Ray Liotta, and Kevin Costner. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Yeah, Dennis Haysbart. It's this is a good. This is a good cast. I was and, thinking, hey, 
this had to be Lautner's idea because he's theoretically starring in it, right? So how does Lautner have the pool to get these people? It has a 6.2 out of 10 IMD rating. IMDb, but... Uh, IMD. <laughs> I'm Doug Benson. I am. Do you listen to you listen to it at all nah, anymore? Nah, I've, I've, I haven't listened to any Doug Benson in a while. I've just been listening to... Uh, what's that? I, the two podcasts... I know we're just shouting out podcasts, but I listen to Bad Friends okay. with uh, Bobby Lee and uh, Andrew Santino. Um... I listened to the one with Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Mm. And then I listened to the Salvo Cano and Chris Stefano podcast. Those are really is, the podcasts I'm hitting. Is it good? Which one? The Sal's podcast. I like it. It's, um, I feel like it's for a select audience kind of with like, they can be kind of like goofy and like quirky, you know? So, but I, I, I think nothing against Chris Stefano. I think he's very funny. But I could understand why some people don't like him. You know, yeah. he he can be loud, obnoxious sometimes. You know, and you're just kind of like, hey, bring that, bring it down, bring it down. Where Sal's just always funny. I like Sal. I tr- I so so wanted to like Nate Bergazzi's podcast. Yeah, I, so did I, and I couldn't get into it. No, it's just not good. It's, it's I, just not it's not interesting. I think honestly, and I I was I don't even know like Bobby Lee. Like, yeah. I mean, I know, like, obviously I've known his work from like Mad TV and just like everything that he's ever done. But like, I, I, that's probably my favorite podcast, the Bad Friends podcast with Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. I, I get a kick out of that show. My favorite podcast is either Conan's podcast. God, I just, I, I love Conan or, or the Always Sunny podcast. And which is like, I don't even really like the Always Sunny show. I haven't watched it in probably a decade, but I think their podcast is hilarious. You don't like the show? I kind of fell off of it. Yeah, I I haven't listened to their. I I've seen a few tidbits. Seems good. It's not something I I don't know. I just feel like kind of stuck right now with what I listen to, and then I don't really care. Like I'm not, I'm not like reaching out for other ones. We've been listening to a lot of Crime Junkie on like okay. long car rides, and it just scares me. <laughs> it's just no, like not none of that scary need. stuff before bed. Well, I mean just. The worst is like we listen to it like while driving to Chicago uh-huh. and it's like, oh, like we're just in like on these like crazy streets of, or like backwoods, like Ohio, you know, you know, <laughs> well, no, well, it, it's, it was way worse for me when I was in California because California is basically the serial killer capital of the world. We were watching some like uh, some HBO HBO documentary and um, it was literally like about the town over from where we lived. <laughs> Oh. And I was like, ah, I don't think I need to know this. Yeah, certainly, certainly not something you need to be interested in. Uh, well, we're gonna get out of here in a second, but I, I do want to just say I finally got around to finishing a uh, documentary which you have me- referenced in the past, and that's Bad Vegan. Have I? Pretty sure you did. Oh Maybe you yeah, were. dude. Okay, now I'm remembering. It was a while. Crazy, right? Huh? Yeah, it was one of them that probably should have been three episodes, not four, because I thought the fourth episode didn't really bring anything new. But yeah, no, it was that's a crazy story. And also, well, let me ask you this. Do do you believe her side of the story? So I. I did. I'm on her side for like most of it, but then kind of like when you hear like what the workers are saying, you're like. 
these like they knew her. Like I, I don't think she's as naive as like they're they no. try to make it out for as her. She to be. tries to make herself out to be. Yeah, her. you know, like and like the one like she's great. Like she was like kind of greedy and like obviously wanted to like make everything like make more money and all this mm-hmm. stuff, you know. And then I also think it gets to a point where it's like, okay, like are you naive or you're like shh, shh, crap. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't just curse, but crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm a million dollars in already. Like how do I turn back? I can't right. explain this to anyone, you know, like everyone's going to be like, Oh, you're crazy. You're an idiot. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think she's as naive as, as she puts it out to be. I know. I think she's borderline full of shit in the documentary. Like, yeah. For certain parts of it. I definitely agree. Like, I'm sorry. I, I just, I don't believe that you genuinely thought this weird dude was going to make your dog immortal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, it's very. It's very interesting. It's yeah. I'm. I'm. De- I'm certainly not on her side. No. I, well, that would be a weird position to take. <laughs> be like, you know, what? she defrauded a lot of people out of a lot of money, but uh, kind of like her. Kinda. <laughs> not her fault. <laughs> yeah, and the whole and like in the whole fourth episode, she's basically like, "Yep, I was alone in a hotel room in in Dollywood or Las Vegas or whatever." But I couldn't leave. Like, yeah, you you could have. You could have just just left it, at any time. It's very bizarre. It's it it's a really really weird situation. We watched. Uh, I got one for you. To, you should watch. It's called uh, the Girl in the Picture. Okay. Came out in the. I Alexa told me about it in the last couple of weeks, which makes me think it's fairly new. We watched it, and uh, yeah, it's 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 fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll check that one. The girl in the picture is my recommendation to everyone here. All right, we've crossed the hour threshold here, so I think it's time for us to call it a show. That's going to be this week's episode of The Underdog. We're going to be off next week, but we will be back the following. And uh, football. We'll also training camp will be going on. We're going to talk a little bit of a little bit of football, a little bit of real sports stuff like that. So uh, for Macron, I'm Chris Horbidell. Thanks for listening, and we will see you back here next time.